0: Hello and a welcome to Heroes, Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing. And as this is August, I'm going to call this Not So Awesomely... Oh, sorry, that's wrong. <coughs> Awesomely Awful August. How the hell did I get that title wrong? Oh Movies that people think are awesome, but may in fact be awful. First up, before Stand By Me, before Stranger Things, before Loser Club, was the Goonies! Yes, folks, I'm covering the Goonies. Coming out ending the summer of 85, brought to us by Steven Spielberg, is this the ultimate kids' adventures? Let's find out. With an earworm song by Cyndi Lauper, Good Enough, or Goonies Are Good Enough, a song she hated and refused to sing live until 2014. She also hand-picked all the songs on the soundtrack. By the way, since we're on since Lauper, can we talk about the bloody music video? What the actual fuck was going on in that thing? You had Roddy Piper, Classy Freddie Blassie, The Fabulous Miller, The Iron Shriek, Nikolai Volkov. As bad guys tried to buy Cindy Lopper's garage from her dad, Captain Lou Alabama. Bal- Alabama, i his name. With help from the Goonies and Andre Giant, they saved the, the thing from them the fuck anywho, uh dig out your pirates map and get your friends to help you out it's the kids venture to end all kids adventure lagoonies with its 19 million dollar budget this thing pulled in 63 million starring sean aston josh Browan. oh god i can't fucking speak Corey Feldman, Jeff Cohen, I his name? Kerry Green, Martha Pimpton, Ke Hu Quan, Robert Devey, Joe Pantalento, and Ramsey and John uh, Massetu, Mas- his name? Directed by uh, Richard Donner. The plot: A group of misfit kids, known as the Goonies, discover a pirate treasure map. In hopes of saving their town from rich tycoons, they seek out to find the Richies. Unfortunately, a family of crooks are also on their trail. Can the kids, with help from a friendly giant named Sloth, save the town? Will they be able to find One-Eyed Willy? Can the kids stop the criminal family? Find out here! So the movie opens up on a skull, then it zooms into one of its eyes and it pops the titles. Then we're in jail. Here we meet the Fratelli family. First is hanging by his neck in a jail cell. Well, it's a tad dark for a fucking kiss movie, is it not? Is Jake, played by Robert DeVie. Not to worry, he's faking it so he can escape. Outside is his brother Francis, played by Joe Pantalemo, who is pouring gasoline all around the outside of the jail. And uh, Note, this jail is now used to house all things film in the local area. Meanwhile, waiting in a getaway car is Mama Fattelli, played by Anne Ramsey. Jake runs out of jail, jumps into the car via the sunroof. Francis shoots the gas, and it makes it as Mama floors it. Q.E. car chase. As this is happening at a local high school, we meet cheerleader Andy, played by Kerry Green. Next goonie we meet is Mouth, played by Corey Feldman, fresh off Friday Thirteenth Part Four. As he helps his dad with plumbing, he gets sprayed in the face of water. Hilarity, yes. With the chase still ongoing, it heads to the docks. And here we go with goodie number three, Steph, played by Martha Pimpleton. As she's fishing for crabs, she pulls out a huge plastic crab. No time for that, however. Next on the list is goodie number four, and everyone's favourite, Data, played by K. Hugh Quan. He shows off his utility belt with all his little gadgets. And I swear to God, this, this little boys expect a fucking gadget. Next is the ever-hungry Chunk, played by Jeff Cohen, who is now a lawyer in Los Angeles. As you do. And note to your chicken pox on this set, but never told anyone. Anywho, the Fratellis give the cops a, the slip by joining a pickup truck race, as you do. Do. Then head to their hideout. Kieran cut to main goonie house, and we meet Mikey, played by Sean Astin, who complains nothing ever happens in this boring podunk town. Next door is his older brother Brand, played by Josh Brown. He's working out because eighties. And for the Limit times I've seen this movie as a kid, I thought his name was Brad, not Brand. Now all the important characters are introduced and what I loved about 80s movies they introduced most of the characters in the first 5-10 minutes not like today where it's half an hour and you're still going to get a clue where fuck half the characters are crying out loud. The plot as that it is is can kick in. Seems rich business tycoons want to buy a neighbourhood and turn it into a golf course and have to be out of the hole by day's end. That's harsh. Anyway Chunk shows up uh, truffle shuffle time. Uh why does the people love this thing? It's fucking fat shaming and bullying. As he gets let it in, he tells others about the car chase because they don't believe him because he's apparently he's a out and out liar, but moving on. Cue the start of the ridiculous kids' gadgets as Mikey has a stupid mousetrap like course. Just to open the fucking gate. Why don't you just got a your little arson? Open the fucking thing, you lose a little fuck having Bowling balls and chickens and exploding bones. What the fuck that thing was? Anyway, who the fuck cares about these stupid gadgets? Get on with it. Anywho, sees Chuck, as I says, it Elliot's like a compulsive liar, so don't the boys don't believe him about the car chase or the shootout, etc., etc. In flies data while putting the James Bond thing on his boombox. Remember, boomboxes, folks. I do. On death side, straight into the back door. I haven't you just have heard knocking the fucking front door for crying out loud? Anyway, Chunk breaks a hideous mini Michelangelo's David statue and they try to hide it from Mike's mother because apparently she sees everything and he knocks his dick off it and it's like, the fuck? This picks on for a long time and it's painfully unfunny. Speaking of which, the mother walks in. She is Mrs. Walsh, played by a Mary Ellen Trainer. She is in most of Richard Donner's work, most notably the Lethal Whipple movies. Check my archives. A long fur is a housekeeper, Ros- Rosetta, played by Lupe Ontarev, what else is his fucking name, who helps her pack. Why the hell would you the a housekeeper to help you park? Moving on. Q mouth being ahem, helpful as he tells Mrs. Wall she can speak Spanish, but... Uh, translates Rosetta to be completely different about drugs and sex dungeons and etc etc because this is funny because uh I can't stand Corey Feldman's smug little grin in this movie I mean somebody sure spacked him because the John took a grin off his face as a smug little shit because apparently he has a an answer for everything the little shit I can't stand him moving on as it says Chunk glows David's dick upside down because that's funny right uh and my head is starting to hurt from these kids constantly talking over each other. Rude! Yet more of Mouse help as he tells the maid, if she doesn't do her job right, she'll be locked in a cupboard for two weeks with no food or water with all of the cockroaches because that's funny, right? Lame. And I forgot these kids. Kids swear more than I do, because 80s, y'all. And I can't believe this was a PG in America, whereas in Britain it was a 12. Moving the hell right on, off goes Mother to buy food, even though they're getting kicked out of the house. Moving on. She leaves a brand in charge. Seconds later, the kids are crawling around the attic, and here they find a treasure map with some sort of key. Also, we get the backstory of One-Eyed Willie, the pirate captain who came to town in 1632, but his treasure was never found. To the start of the kids bickering, infighting, and talking over themselves yet more, and my head is a nipping, as the Scots say, a.k.a. a headache. Oh my god, all this shit is just lying around the attic of this house, and no one noticed something about a museum, but uh, who cares? Brand spews out the whole town's but one of legend: legends and no one found the treasure, therefore nobody believes it, yackety-shmackety, blah blah blah. And cue the ridiculous crazy hijinks as the kids hunt down the treasure. Oh yeah, and something about treasure hunter Chester Copperfield's going missing hunting for the treasure years earlier, but who cares? Uh, the business tycoons then shop to hand over eviction notices. Shouldn't have be held months earlier, not just the day before eviction? Oh dear god, inside the kids... Find them up, as it says, until... Don't want to do anything until Mikey says let's go and look for the gold, as it says, hijinks and sure. On MTV we see god Godforsaken music video. I can't stand to be with it. It's fucking ridiculous, and this song is terrible. So, by the way, subtle much? Uh, the kids tie Brand up with a lazy boy using his chest builder stretchy thing. And the fuck that thing is! And that shitty song plays out for its entirety. The mother's cu- son and mother other comes home to find her seventy year old son tied to a lazy boy, but thinks nothing of it, as you do. The boys speed past the museum on their bikes because reasons. By the way, if this town was started in the 1800s. Shouldn't all these houses be historical buildings and therefore can't be pulled down? But moving on, that's logic. This doesn't deserve logic this movie. It's a kid's movie. The boys, with yet more infighting, are following the map coordinates with Chunk moaning and groaning about how he's always hungry. Boring. Brand then sells a little girl's bike to hunt them down, as you do. Uprights his wannabe girlfriend, Andy, and not Barb, Steph, also school. Asshole Troy, played by Steve Anton. This guy's a complete dickwad, but moving the fuck on. He takes the piss out of Brand, grabs him by his arm, and speeds him off straight off the cliff. Oh my god, because he's a little girl's bike and he speeds off the cliff, and it's hilarious because uh, this guy's a fucking asshole. I mean, mmm. Meanwhile, the boys follow the map to the old restaurant to find, quote, the rich stuff. Where the fuck is Pennywise in the meantime? These kids are morons! I mean, they're, what, 10, 12, and they can't say treasure, to say rich stuff? Oh my god, where was I? Chunk uh, starts to panic after hearing gunfire, but so they have to enter the old restaurant. Who the fuck wrote this shit? Bullshit, I would be out there like a fucking... You would to see me for dust, basically. I mean, if I heard gunshots, out of there. But no, these morons had to get into the fucking place. How would you know what The Fatellis are inside and have killed the businessmen from earlier, I think. I mean, it's not sure stated state who the fuck these people are, but moving on. They leave to bury the body, so in go the boys. They're quickly caught and held prisoner. Mouth, but of course being an arsehole, starts to smart talk with the mother, but mother having none of it, and threatens to cut out his tongue. Please do. Mikey asks to go to the toilet and tries to escape, but he is caught moving on he hears jake singing opera to sloth pulled by john Mazuik. Mazuik. what is his fucking name this guy is doing his best jason cosplay i swear to god he looks like jason from Friday the 13th part five no not five it's a fake one six or whatever moving on mikey is afraid so run straight into brand who carries him off how the fuck did he get in who cares Mama runs them all off, because of course she does, she's a fucking idiot, they have witnesses of the crime, but they're moving on. Outside, Mickey tells them all about what he saw in the basement, but of course they don't want to believe him. The Fidelis leave with the bodies, so the boys decide to go and check it out, like a bunch of idiots. The girls show up, so we're now 40 minutes into this shit, and can this thing actually start now? Down in the basement they go, here they find Sloth, scared run into a side room of a fireplace. There Chunk drops a bottle of water which shows them the way down. Down to an air vent they go. Not before Data starts a printing press which makes fake door bills. $50 bills of FTR. That's a subplot that goes fucking nowhere by the way. Brian points out they're fake and this pisses off Chunk. As he walks off to start a bloody rant about how he's hungry and he's terrified and he's hungry and he's blah 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 Seconds later, the floor gives out, and the Goonies leave Chunk along to be caught while wolfing down his screen. They find One-Eyed Willie's ship. Uh, no, wait, they find pipe. Water pipes, that is, and gas pipes, etc. Et so the boys then, of course, start to pull the pipes apart, and the water gushes down, and it causes chaos in the golf club, and the... Oh, this movie's just terrible, can we go on with the bloody well thing? Finally, they find the opening to the cave. Meanwhile, Chunk is getting tortured and spills all his guts. I mean, this is a ridiculous thing. 50 minutes into this hour and a 50-minute movie, and the adventure finally starts. Hello. A pacing. Get this thing fucking started. This is more padding than a drag queen's fucking ass. I mean, Jesus Christ. Anywho, the Goonies find the long dead body of Chester Copperfield, or Pot, what the fuck his name is, Find his diary, so continue looking for the gold. On the body they find a skeleton key, so they're not on the right track. Get on with it! Mikey trips a tripwire. This sets off a trap, sealing them in. And where the hell's Laura Croft? Check is house her! Brand moves a rock, so out pours a hundred thousand fucking rubber bats, and it scares all the girls, and blah 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 blah. God, this is terrible coming with the bloody thing. This freaks out the Goonies, and they all shout, Rabies! Ugh, this movie's awful. Meanwhile, Chunk is still spilling his guts to the Fratelli family. Just kill this little turn around and go! what the fuck are you supposed to be? A ruthless kill, us get on with it! The fireplace explodes with bats, so they know Chunk is telling the truth. They f- tie him up and stick him into the sloth and give chase to the Goonies. Back to the Goonies, they find underground waterfall filled with gold coins. It's the town's washing well. These kids are locals, should not know about all the fucking beauty spots? They actually have no idea what the hell this thing is. I mean... Uh. Steph stops the boys from stealing all the coins because it's someone else's hopes and dreams. Uh, my eyes are rolling more than dice at fucking Vegas. Why can't they climb out the swishing well a bit now? They have to go look for gold. Fucking idiot kids. Troy, along with his bros, make a wish to fuck Andy. Uh, they then hear her, so they send her a rope to get her free. Uh, Kieran, Dater, wants to go first because he's the smallest, but they don't do it. So Mikey whines about how the Greens never die and blah, 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 blah. So Andy Andy sends up her Letterman's jacket and tells Troy to get to fuck. Back to Chunk and Soft and Baby Ruth! Oh God, this movie's terrible. Sloth snaps his chain so now he's Chunk's best friend. Who the fuck wrote this shit? Meanwhile the Fertellis are hot on the show of the Goonies. Because didn't I mention Chunk told him about the gold and all that shit and blah 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 blah. Moving on. The Goonies read more of the map. They find a lock. So news Copper Pot key on it. It opens the door. Well what if fucking Mikey turned it right way? But he sets off yet another trap as Deter falls to his death. But not to worry, his gadget grapple gun fires with plastic funny laughing teeth, but that even holds his weight. And it somehow bangs him back up. Who he gives a fuck about this movie? It's terrible. Chunk calls a cockswood because I don't believe it because he's a liar. Something about little creatures that multiply when you get wet. Yes, cute Spielberg, real cute But check my for gremlins. So down, Sloth with Chunk go to save the boys. The boys stop to pee, and minutes later, the Fatalis have caught them up. Running forth, the Goonies find another trap, not before Data uses his gadget shoes to place oil on a log bridge. This causes the Fatalis to fall into the water, cause that's hilarious, isn't it? Uh, Now on the run, they set off another bloody well trap. It's the infamous Skeleton Piano. Just how long was one-ed Willie down here? I mean, before he died. They have all these elaborate traps moving the fuck on. And he plays it, but she fucks it up and the floor starts to cave in. Not to worry. They get off opened and it goes sliding down a water slide to the final of find one-ed Willie's ship. Too bad if they catch him with relative ease as the boys are from their pockets with gold. Luckily, Chunk and Sloth rescue them as they do... Do-do-do, Captain Oh who gives a fuck. Oh dear god, as we're saying the fatalities catch them due to the Goonies yet infighting get more because he's a lot of fucking brats. And who, with a hey you guys And a buckled swash too. rescues the goonies and they take as he takes on his family. Cue the Superman T-shirt reveal, complete with the fucking theme song, as he faces brothers. The Goonies swim for it. Andy and Brand kiss. Sloth joins the Goonies. They find a way out. The Fidelis set sail on the ship. Data lights a stick of TNT and it blows up the cave entrance. Out, they run to daylight as the cave, well, caves in. Sloth gets the Goonies out, but dies in a cave-in. It's getting dark. Anywho, now free. The Goonies are picked up by the cops. The ship sails past, somehow this town is now saved. Wait, 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 I'm in here. Sloth and his family isn't dead. They're arrested as credits roll. So that was the Goonies, even as a kid of eight or nine. I couldn't stand this movie. This fucker drags and it is boring. I hate these kids. All they do is overtalk each other and fight and bicker and fight each other. Fattalis are a complete joke. They're supposed to be ruthless bank robbers and killers, yet they don't hurt Chunk, or indeed Sloth, or indeed the fucking Goonies. Sloth is a cheap Jason Voorhees ripoff. I hated that song, so for that it's good enough for a good enough for a three out of ten. Ay yeah 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 yeah. Oh, that song's terrible. So we'll come back next week as I we'll look cut Puppet Master, and then Buscase, and finally, Flash! Ah, he's here, there was Flash Gordon. So forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's a Pod, and email me my suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my franchise podcast of Batman, Superman, Jaws, Aliens, and more. Also my solo podcast of The Fog, Vamp, Blade, and many, many more. Eh, Bye, (laughs) and remember, I watch these movies so you don't have to. Then I'll have to play with my one-eyed willy. Tatty bye